Hello, and welcome to the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. Kids Ministry Circle is a community for kids ministry leaders to be encouraged and equipped to love and serve the local church. My name is Lauren Jackson, and we are so excited to be back after the Christmas and New Year's holiday. I am so excited for what is to come this year with the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. So our episode today looks a little bit different. We did one of these podcasts back in the fall, but we want to equip you as leaders with ways to equip your volunteers and your leaders in your ministry. And so today's episode is all about how to be the best small group leader ever. My hope is that you can listen to this podcast and then pass it along to your volunteers, to your teachers, and to the rest of your kids' ministry staff so we can all learn to be the best small group leaders ever. All right, let's jump in. My name is Lauren Jackson, the creator of Kids Ministry Circle. Kids Ministry Circle is a community for kids ministry leaders to be encouraged and equipped to love and serve the local church. Today, we are going to be talking about three ways to be the best small group leader ever. Now, if you are a kids director or a kids pastor or a leader of the ministry and you're watching this and you're like, this doesn't really apply to me. This video was not created for you. It was created for you to pass along to your small group leaders. There are training opportunities that happen most of the time in January and in the fall kickoff season, but you are to be training your small group leaders all throughout the year because you're probably adding new volunteers and new small group leaders in a rolling fashion. And so new people are joining your team and what a great way to pass a video like this along so that you can continue to train Train your team to be the best small group leaders ever. Now, if you are looking for a way to improve your large group teaching, we also have a video for that. And you can click up here and watch that large group teaching video that can work together with your small group leaders. So if you are watching this video and you lead a small group, I wish I could give you the biggest high five right now because your role is so important. I could talk for hours on how important your role is and how sharing the gospel with kids is one of the most humbling, hilarious, and important tasks that someone could take on. But that's not the point of this video. The point of this video is to be the best small group leader ever. So we're going to talk about three ways for you to do that. The first one is be ready. Now, when I say be ready, it's not just about being in your classroom on time. It's about preparing. It's about what happens during the week, what happens on Saturday night, what happens on Sunday morning. Because I guarantee you that your lead pastor or whoever is preaching on Sunday doesn't just look at the text and look at the scripture that he's supposed to be preaching on Thursday or Saturday night before he gets up to preach on Sunday morning. There's a lot of preparation that goes into preparing to teach. Do you need to spend the same amount of time that whoever is teaching on a Sunday morning for adults? Probably not. But I hope that using that analogy helps you realize that you can't just wing it. You can't just walk into a small group room and just say, I don't know what story we're talking about today. I don't know what my activities are. I don't know what my small group questions are. You have to spend time preparing. You should be getting your curriculum 
a couple days or maybe even a week before you teach and lead your small group. Now for those kids manager directors, for those leaders listening, if you're not giving your small group leaders the curriculum early, that needs to change. You have to get the curriculum into their hands in one way or another, whether that's tangibly handing it to them, whether that's loading it into planning center or sending it in, in an email. You've got to get them the curriculum a week or at least a couple days before Sunday morning. When you get the curriculum, you should be reading the scriptures on your own. Do you know the Bible story that you're gonna be teaching on and that you're gonna be talking about? If not, read it, know it, learn it. Look at the provided curriculum. Think about what questions to ask. Talk about and learn the games and activities you're gonna be participating in on Sunday. Here's a little tip. You can ask your leader to give you the scripture or the Bible story weeks in advance, not just the week before. Your ministry leader should have the scope and sequence for months in advance, maybe even a whole year in advance, so that you can look at your specific Sunday and know how it fits into the bigger picture and what you're trying to teach your kids over a course of months, weeks, and a year. They may not have the specific curriculum ready to go, but they will know what Bible story you are teaching on so you can start preparing weeks in advance. So being ready means preparing throughout the week, showing up on time and being in your classroom ready to go. It doesn't help if you show up early and then get stuck chit-chatting or grabbing a cup of coffee on your way in and you're late. Being ready means showing up on time and being ready to go in your classroom. You want to be the first person that the kids see when they walk in their room. You wanna welcome them, you wanna catch up on the previous week, play games, listen to music, and just hang. When you are ready to go, it gives you the freedom to shift with any last minute changes, build relationships with kids instead of trying to speed read the curriculum and be attentive to your classroom. When you are ready, it gives you the opportunity to focus on the kids in your classroom and pay less attention to trying to download all the curriculum so that you feel ready. Just be ready. The second one is be attentive. It's easy to just be a warm body in a classroom and to simply go through the motions. Maybe you are with an age group that's just not as fun or not what you thought it would be. Maybe you are navigating some difficulties in your own personal life, or maybe you just aren't feeling it on a Sunday morning. First things first, thanks for showing up. Even when it feels hard, your ministry leader is grateful that you showed up. That's the first step, just showing up for these kids. Being attentive means using three of your senses to study your classroom. What are you hearing? What conversations are happening around you? What are the kids talking about? Are they talking about a certain sports game that happened last week? Are they talking about school? Are they talking about certain friends? Are they talking about something that they watched on TV? The second thing is what are you seeing with your eyes? Think about facial expressions, body language, nonverbal communications. Are kids coming in late? If it's snowing outside, are they coming in with jackets? Are they coming in with boots? Are they coming in prepared for the weather? The last thing is what are you smelling? This can be really scary. Are the kids in your room potty training? Are they preteens and they just smell bad, right? So many of these smells can be happening in your room, but if you pay attention to them, you are being attentive to the kids in your classroom. When you are working to be attentive, here are a few questions to ask yourself as the leader. Do you know the kids' names? Do you know where they go to school? Do you know anything about their families? Do they have siblings? 
Are they being raised by aunts and uncles, grandparents? Are they foster kids? Have they been adopted? Did they just move here recently? Those are all good questions to ask as you get to know the kids in your classroom. As you move throughout the morning, be present during welcome time, play time, worship time, craft time, snack time, and all the times. The more you engage, the more you learn. And the more you learn, you begin to talk at them less and the more they will hear you start talking about Jesus. The more they watch you participate in worship and do the silly dance moves and listen attentively to the large group teaching, the more you get on the floor with them and play with cars and Play-Doh and dolls and the more you memorize the memory verse with them, the better they will listen to you when you start talking about Jesus and the things that matter the most. So we've got the first one, which is be ready. The second one, which is be attentive. And then the third one is be confident. This one can be tricky. Can we talk about those Old Testament Bible stories? Those are not easy to teach. And if you are, if you've been around a kid's small group for a while, you know they ask really hard questions. And most of the time, your answer is, I don't know. If you are new to following Jesus or new to studying the Bible, it can be intimidating to teach kids. They ask those wild questions. And more often than not, those questions don't have answers that they're looking for. I'm here to tell you that regardless if you've studied at a seminary or just became a believer last week, you are still a theologian and your voice matters. Be confident in that truth that the Holy Spirit will work through you. He will give you the words to speak. And I can't tell you how many times I've walked away from a teaching experience or a conversation with a kid and thanked God for giving me the right words to say. Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever been in a conversation where you were like, where did those words come from, right? I feel like many of us can relate to that experience. So in a quick tip, when you are prepared, it's a lot easier to be confident. If you have questions about the curriculum and what's being taught, ask them. Now being confident and having all the right answers are two different things. It is okay to be confident and say, I don't know. What you don't wanna do is be confident and make things up. It's okay to go to the Bible together with the kids and find the answer or pull in a kid's pastor or pull in a discipleship pastor or the lead pastor and ask these questions. You were placed in that specific classroom with that group of kids for a reason and you can lead them. You can do it. There may be Sundays where you feel like you made absolutely no impact and that's okay. We've all been there. There will be Sundays when you feel like a billion light bulbs went off in those little brains and you saw God move in huge ways. Those are the best Sundays. But most Sundays will be about the mundane work of teaching God's word, sharing the gospel, and talking about what kids talk about. School, sports, YouTube, food, friends. We play the long game in kids ministry and we don't always see the fruits of our labor, but we have to persevere. We show up ready, we're attentive to the kids in our room, we're confident in the gifts that God has given us so that the kids will hopefully, and Lord willing, come to know the love of Christ and experience a life full of God's goodness and faithfulness. So there are three ways to be the best small group leader ever. If I'm missing something, share it. If you have a great small group tip and what works for you and your context and your small group, I would love to know. 
So drop it in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this video so that you can get more videos sent straight to you when they launch. To continue the conversation, head over to Instagram and Facebook at Kids Ministry Circle. And, and if you would like to learn more about what happens in Kids Ministry Circle through our cohorts, coaching, and more resources, you can head over to kidsministrycircle.com. As always, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode on how to be the best small group leader ever. I said it in the episode and I'll say it again, your role as a small group leader and as a volunteer in the kids ministry at your church is so, so, so important. And we are so thankful that you give generously of your time and continue to pour in to this next generation of Jesus followers. If you loved today's episode, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast, rate and review this episode so that other people can find the Kids Ministry Circle podcast and learn and grow just like you did. As always, we can continue the conversation over on our social media pages at Instagram and Facebook at Kids Ministry Circle. Thanks again for listening and we hope to see you next time.